0: Welcome to the New York Farm Bureau's Weekly News bite, bringing you the latest news from the New York State agriculture world. This is Jeff Williams, Director of Public Policy at New York Farm Bureau. Welcome to NYFB News Bites. NYFB News Bytes offers a snapshot of issues facing farmers in New York and makes it easy to stay up to date in all the latest topics relevant to New York farmers. After this week, there will be six more days of scheduled legislative session in Albany before legislators go home to campaign for re-election. New redistricting maps were released this week for New York State Senate and Congress with lots of changes of district lines. And this is taking a lot of oxygen out of the proverbial room for legislators. Members of Congress, State, Senate, and Assembly are now playing a real-life game of musical chairs as they figure out which office and district they should run for in election. Farmers in New York are dealing with another year of a sizable outbreak of the invasive insect formerly known as the gypsy moth. The moth, now known officially as the spongy moth, originated in France and eats the leaves of maple and apple trees in springtime and makes them extremely susceptible to other pests and diseases. As apple growers are watching their trees blossom to produce an apple crop, this is a tense time. Just in case you were wondering, the spongy in spongy moth refers to the moth's fluffy, porous egg masses. Have you heard about the Residential Agricultural Electricity Discount Program? Are you a farmer and have an active residential electric service account? If so, you may be eligible to receive a monthly discount on your delivery bill. This discount is possible thanks to funding from the New York Power Authority's Recharge New York Program. Here's what you need to know. The program is administered on an annual basis starting September 1st and running through August 31st with a discount offered monthly. You need to apply by July 1st to determine eligibility for the year, and you have to reapply every year after that. You can still apply after July 1st, but your application may not be processed until after the September 1st start date. You can find the application for the discount program on your provider's webpage. As always, things are hopping in Washington DC on policy issues impacting farmers. Here's Lauren Williams with an update.
1: This is Lauren Williams, Associate Director of National Affairs at New York Farm Bureau with a federal issues update. New York Farm Bureau is pushing back against the Securities Exchange Commission proposed rule that will require publicly traded companies to provide climate-related information from their entire supply chain in their annual reports. This includes disclosure of climate information from farms that are selling into supply chains. New York Farm Bureau views the rule as overly burdensome and require additional paperwork and reporting by farmers. New York Farm Bureau is asking the SEC to reconsider the scope of the rule and not add more regulatory oversight onto farms. USDA has announced an emergency relief program for farmers impacted by natural disasters in 2020 and 2021. These funds will help offset crop yield and value losses from events such as winter storms, drought, wildfires, and hurricanes. The Farm Service Agency will be mailing information out to producers, so be sure to watch your mailbox and reach out to your local FSA office with any questions. Earlier this week, New York Farm Bureau submitted comments to the USDA regarding access to fertilizer and ways in which the federal government could increase domestic fertilizer production and address the fertilizer shortage and price increases. New York Farm Bureau asked that USDA make funds available to assist farmers by creating a program that provides grant funding or guaranteed loan financing to add and expand on-farm fertilizer storage capacity. In addition, New York Farm Bureau also suggested that funds be used to defer the cost of machinery that can more precisely apply fertilizer, as well as equipment that can apply manure, such as manure injectors and drag line equipment. New York Farm Bureau is optimistic that USDA will act soon to provide relief to farmers.
0: Here's Scott Keyes from the Farm Bureau team talking
2: about an important webinar coming up next week for our members. This is Scott Keyes, New York Farm Bureau's Director of Insurance Partner Relations. I want to let everyone know about the next installment of our monthly webinar series happening next week. This month, we're highlighting Nationwide's Farm Transition Planning Service, Land as Your Legacy. When New York Farm Bureau state board met with leaders of other agricultural organizations in the state last month, one key topic discussed was the aging population of our farmers and the need to develop strategies to make sure farms can be successfully passed on to the next generation or somehow kept in operation. One of the biggest hurdles to coming up with a successful transition plan is often navigating those difficult conversations with family. Next week's webinar is called Farm Transition Through Family Harmony. Our presenter, Henry Monshine, will share tips and strategies to navigate these conversations, and we'll talk about the farm transition plans available to our members through Nationwide. If the cost of a transition plan is something that's turned you away from moving forward in the past, I have to tell you that the Nationwide plans offered are free of charge. Whether you're close to retirement and eager to find ways to move forward, or if you are the next generation and want to learn the best way to approach this conversation with family, this is a Don't Miss webinar. The webinar is Wednesday, May 25th at 7 p.m. and the registration link is in the bio. And here is an update from our Director of Communications,
0: Steve Ammerman.
3: This is Steve Ammerman, Director of Communications for New York Farm Bureau. Congratulations go out to Johanna Bossard, who was just named the winner of the Golden Owl Award for being the top New York State Agricultural Educator of the Year. She was among the finalists who were recognized at the New York State FFA convention in Syracuse. The award was sponsored by New York Farm Bureau, our insurance partner nationwide, as well as New York FFA. Bossard teaches at Hamilton Central School and is also a dairy farmer with her family in Madison County. She received a $3,000 check as part of her honor. And the New York Farm Bureau State Young Farmers and Ranchers Program is excited to announce the 2022 Young Farmers and Ranchers Competitive Events, the Achievement Award, the Excellence in Agriculture Award, and the Discussion Meet. All farmers between 18 and 35 years of age, as of January 31st of next year, are encouraged to participate in these events to compete for recognition and prizes. The winners in the New York State Contest will then represent New York at the National Contest next January, held in Puerto Rico. Now, these are the three awards. The Achievement Award recognizes young farmers for their farming pursuits and participation in leadership within agriculture and their own community. The ideal candidates for the Achievement Award is an individual or a married couple involved in production agriculture with a majority of their gross income subject to the farm and or the ranch. The Excellence in Agricultural Award is designed as an opportunity for young farmers to earn recognition while actively contributing and growing their involvement in Farm Bureau and Agriculture. And the ideal candidates for this award are an individual or a married couple who do not have the majority of their gross income from farm production in the past three years. And finally, the discussion meet. It's a contest involving four to six participants, a moderator, and a relevant controversial issue facing agriculture. It's an exercise in cooperative problem solving. And the The contest is designed to simulate a committee meeting where discussion and active participation are expected from each committee member. Registration to compete is required by July 15th of this year.
0: Lastly, the New York State Court of Appeals heard a case this week involving Happy the Elephant. Happy is a resident of the Bronx Zoo, and the Florida-based organization the Non-Human Rights Project is seeking to give the elephant legal personhood to spring the elephant from the zoo where it has lived since 1977 and be moved to an animal sanctuary. Ironically, another confined area. Here's an update from New York Farm Bureau's Ashley Ozer, live from the courthouse.
4: Thanks, Jeff. Today I am down at the New York State Court of Appeals in Albany, where I just listened to oral arguments surrounding a case that has garnered quite a bit of attention. The Non-Human Rights Project, on behalf of Happy the Elephant, filed a suit against the Bronx Zoo, where the elephant is currently kept. Non-Human Rights Project argued the elephant should be afforded habeas corpus relief, a human right, because the elephant has autonomy and is also being imprisoned at the zoo. The case has now reached New York's highest court. Habeas corpus is a right given to a person who is seeking relief from being illegal imprisoned in their liberty. Today, several arguments and questions were raised by attorneys and judges alike surrounding several issues and definitions of autonomy, confinement, the legality of that confinement, and the effects this precedent could set on various industries, including animal agriculture. New York Farm Bureau submitted an amicus brief in support of the Bronx Zoo. New York Farm Bureau argued habeas corpus relief should only be afforded to humans and that if this precedent were to be set, it has the potential to devastate animal agriculture. Furthermore, New York Farm Bureau argued this precedent would raise constitutional issues for humans surrounding unlawful takings, seizures, and impairments of contracts. New York Farm Bureau will keep you apprised of when a decision by the court is released.
0: Well, that's it for this week's bite of news from New York Farm Bureau. Stay tuned for next week's edition of this podcast and definitely check out our website at www.nyfb.org. And always remember to thank a farmer for everything they do.